Hello and welcome to the Just Keep Thriving podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Agresta. This podcast was created to empower beautiful humans just like you to embrace their power, expand to new heights, and truly feel like they are thriving. My goal is to provide you with actionable tips, empowering tools, and so much more to attract and create a life that you are completely obsessed with. In this podcast, we're going to cover topics including manifestation, self-love and acceptance, health, spirituality, living a life of passion, having more money, attracting more money, being fully expressed, and so much more. I am beyond excited to have you here, so let's get started. Hello, lovely humans, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, we have special guest, Miss Chelsea Bree slash Blackburn. <laughs> she has been on my podcast before. Um, she coaches women with endometriosis, and she is a life and empowerment coach for them. And she used to be my client. She is also now a, sorry if you hear my dog barking in the background and if it triggers your dog, but um, Chelsea used to be a client of mine, and now she is a co-coach with me in Rise and Thrive, which is my beginner's group coaching program, teaching you how to grow your business from the ground up. And one of the biggest things that we're going to be talking about in this episode, and one of the biggest things that is going to really make you successful in business is having your messaging secure. And this is the first step that we take you guys through in Rise and Thrive. So if you are somebody who is unsure of how to put all of your knowledge, all the things you want to help people with into a package, into a program, into a brand, then Rise and Thrive is for you because you will gain massive clarity on how to do so. And so if you want that, you can click the link down below in the show notes, um, or you can DM me if you have any questions. And yay, Chelsea, I'm so happy to have you here. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Oh, <laughs> just talk. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> anytime I say hi really loud and excited, they, they think somebody's at the door. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, no one's at the door, puppies. And I'm uh, sure most of the people listening to me love dogs. And Chelsea has two epically cute dogs. But yes, I'm so excited to have you and your doggies here. Yes, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Um, and just to be like chatting about life and business. And I know you've helped me so much and I'm sure everybody listening to the podcast knows how much you help them for free on the podcast. Imagine yes. what working with her is like. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. So Chelsea, if you want to go a little bit into the pivoting of your message, mm -hmm. um, because I think the last time you were on the podcast, you were talking more so to the population of helping them like get healthier, get their mindset right in terms of pain. And you've pivoted a lot since then. And I think that a lot of people are in a place of pivoting or deepening their message. I don't really like the word pivot, but although I do because of the friends episode, but like deepening their message, pivot, <laughs> um, <laughs> but deepening your message, right? It's not necessarily you got rid of any coaching that you've done or you, you know, or the processes that you have helped clients with, but it's that you have deepened your message, deepened the process in which you help people. Yeah, exactly. And I think that I agree. I don't, I don't really like the pivot word except for the, that from that friends episode, because it, it is that it's just that, that it, my message hasn't really changed a lot. It's just gotten a lot deeper and the way that I help my clients is a lot deeper, you know, yeah. like I started in the very surface level 
like, I'm going to help people with their nutrition because that's what helped my endo pain, you know? And, um, it's now like today, right? Like now I help people really deepen their relationships with themselves, with their endometriosis and with others. Um, because as I'm sure a lot of people listening know, it's not just like the physical things that are going to help move you forward and make you happy in life. There's really a lot of other layers that go into living well with endometriosis, living well in general and thriving in your life. And like that relationship piece and the communication and the empowerment really um, has been a huge part of how I help my clients. And that's what I've shifted into or deepened to. Yeah, so like that deep. Also, if you guys hear like noise in the background, it's because Chelsea's husband is packing and you hear him pulling the masking tape or whatever they are using. So that is the noise that we keep hearing, but it's all good. We do the messy things and we have to. We are human. Yeah. (laughs) You just hear in the background. (laughs) Um, Yeah, fun fact Chelsea is moving into an RV. And yeah. yeah, this is something she's been manifesting for a long time. And she's leaving Austin, unfortunately. Ooh. I know. You're not even in Austin anymore. <laughs> I know. I'm going to be coming back, though. I haven't done a podcast on that, but that's fine. Um, but yeah, so let's talk about what prompted you to expand and deepen your message. What felt sticky in the beginning? And then we can kind of go through there. Because I think a lot of people either struggle to just start because things feel sticky, right? We have a lot of clients in Rise and Thrive who come to us and they're like, I thought I wanted to do this, but do I want to do this? And I'm like, well, have you seen things through? Have you actually done the work to figure out the messaging around the thing you thought you wanted to help people with? Like we have to start somewhere, right? So talk about where you started and then what felt, what started feeling sticky and what were the light bulbs like went off where you're like, I need to pivot. Ah, so I mean, I think I've always been the kind of person that kind of just jumps in with two feet. Like I, I have told myself since I was like really little that I have a fear of my fear of regret is a lot stronger than my fear of like starting and doing the thing. Right. My fear of failure isn't, I'd rather be in my deathbed, you know, and be like, I'm glad I did all these things and failed a million times. Then I wish I would have done these things, you know? And so I, I did just that. I jumped into the coaching industry. Um, and I, I guess just like my understanding of, I, I had a huge spiritual journey in 2020, right? And I started my coaching journey in 2019. And so I started with really just like surface level stuff. Like I'm going to help you do the physical things, you know, to make you feel better. And I do, 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 I'm like walking, marching down the road. (laughs) Um, But after working with clients and clients and clients and seeing that yeah, the physical things were there, right? Or maybe they were having a really hard time even doing the physical things because the mindset aspect they had never worked on or they just really didn't feel motivated. And I don't like that word. We have a whole podcast on it. You guys can go listen to that because um, I agree with Johnny. But I just think that I was craving more. You know, I was craving to go deeper with them. I wanted my whole like mission is to really like help women with endometriosis live well and just helping them with the nutrition aspect of things wasn't going to do that for me. Plus like I'm not a dietitian or a nutritionist, you know? So, um, it just wasn't, it just like felt sticky, you know? And so I just shift (laughs) and I shifted to (laughs) like the more life coaching aspect. And in that, you know, like working with more clients, I've found that working with 
their mindset and helping them with their relationships and helping them with their relationship to their endometriosis and to their body and to others, right? Really help them actually move forward a lot more, you know, and have them help them have these like deeper transformations. And so it was never really a like, oh, I'm making this hard pivot, you know, it's like, okay, I want to help a little more. I want to help a little more. I want to help a little more. And I grew a lot in 2020. Like I went on like a huge spiritual journey and, um, really got into like the energy of things. Oh my God, sorry. Um, (laughs) energy of things and, um, human design and all these other aspects that can help us understand ourselves a little bit better. And I wanted to help my clients with that as well, you know, and as I grow and change, my business grows and change because I am my business, you know, it's an ever flowing thing. And that's, yeah, where I am today. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. So it sounds like, um, like one of the biggest things that I like to teach, like as you grow as a human, your business grows. Right. And I think when people feel like they are in that, like stuckness, it's because they have an opportunity to grow and they are not stepping back enough to see what that growth is. Right. And so um, it's the same thing as what you explained, like when your clients struggle to feel motivated or struggle to do the things or struggle to implement the nutrition or whatever the the things are treating your body well, um, it's because they aren't actually going deeper with themselves, right? So it's the same thing as our clients don't go deeper with themselves while they're struggling to actually do the things. It's the same reason why we struggle in business because we are not stepping back enough to actually see where we have an opportunity to grow. We're just trying to push through, right? Your clients are like, I just need to be better on Monday. Uh, no, Monday's the same day as Tuesday, as Wednesday, as Thursday, as Friday, as Saturday, as Sunday. Same thing, same day, same person. <laughs> person exactly is the thing that needs to shift, not mm-hmm. the day. <laughs> right, and like if you're feeling stuck, it's because you're typically committed to like a behavior pattern that doesn't serve you anymore, right? And that is like your signal for you to grow a little bit, for you to shift, for you to explore this new avenue that's in front of you, you know, instead of staying stuck where you are, because if you're feeling stuck and you don't do anything about it, you're going to stay stuck. Yeah. (laughs) Feel stuck and you don't do anything about it. You're going to stay stuck. Yeah. And then we start to think that there's something wrong with us, right? We think like, well, I just suck at business or I just suck at nutrition or I just suck at fitness and I'm just not meant to do that. But the truth is like, we are all capable as fuck, like so motherfucking capable, so worthy, all of us exactly the way that we are. And we get to continue growing and learning as a human. And then as we do that, as we get deeply connected to ourselves, as we start to self-reflect, as we start to learn and grow, the actual like journey that we're on, the parts of our thrive journey, right? It's whether it's health, whether it's fitness, whether it is nutrition, whether it's relationships with your partner, yourself, whatever it is, your sex life, like all those things grow because you grew as a human, right? And so I think that, I think it's beautiful the way that you were like, okay, I want to help people with nutrition. I wasn't a dietitian. Fine. You hired me. We did the things, right? Then it was like, you had people come on and help them with fitness. And then the real thing, when we stepped back and we looked at it, we were like, whoa, the actual thing that you actually change your clients with isn't nutrition, isn't fitness. That's not the thing that gets them to change. Like, sure, that might be knowledge stuff, but you can also use the Google for that or, you know, listen to your body and nourish in the way that makes you feel good. Your body always communicates with you. It's that people don't slow down enough 
to listen to their body, to pay attention to the signals of their endometriosis pain, to pay attention to their sickness, to pay attention to their body screaming at them, whether it's through headaches, whether it's through whatever external symptoms, you know, that we don't stop to actually listen. And so as Chelsea like really went through coaching, she started working with clients, liked helping them, but was like, there's something missing right? And it wasn't that she wasn't meant to be an entrepreneur. It wasn't that she wasn't good at it. It wasn't that she wasn't attracting the right people. It wasn't anything like that. It was that there were deeper layers that she was ready to help people with. And she was only ready to help people with the deeper layers once she went through her own journey and once she grew. Yeah, exactly. Right. And we were talking about right before this podcast, how we see people either try to start something and then they just get stuck And they're like, but I kind of want to do that, but I kind of want to do that, but I kind of want to do that. Our recommendation and our recommendation to our clients is usually go with the first thing that you had wanted to do. See it through, right? Whether that's in our Rise and Thrive program and you develop your messaging, you develop all the things. Or um, whether you are somebody who's like creating a pivot or like you're learning about something, but you're not fully there yet. You haven't overcome the struggle you want to help people with, but you're starting to see it. And you're like, wow, I want to help people that way. Like still go with the thing that you initially wanted to do and then your messaging, your coaching will expand, but it's really difficult to teach, to develop content around, to develop programs around, to find clients around, to feel confident selling a program when you're trying to teach something that you haven't fully internalized, right? So Chels, can you, like, I know we talked about your pivot, I don't know, like maybe middle of last year. We had started maybe to like July or something. Yeah. I don't know. The entire year was just a mosh of mosh. Yeah. yeah. So it was still kind of a mosh. <laughs> still a mosh of mosh. <laughs> yeah. Word. Um, but yeah, so we started like almost a year ago and then she didn't fully pivot, like fully go full force into it mm-hmm. until like this year or December or something. Yeah. Like end of January probably. Yeah. So can you talk about like what the hints were? Maybe you were coaching people. Maybe you were going through this stuff yourself. You're like, holy fuck, that's the, that's the meat of the sandwich. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm hungry. Not for me because I'm vegan. <laughs> vegan. Moving on. Um, you're like, what were the hints? And then what did it feel like waiting? Like, was it annoying waiting? Was it like, I'm just not ready to do it? Was it like, I want to do it. So you had inklings of it. Like, what was that process? Because I think a lot of people can kind of relate to wanting to do something deeper or expanding, but like struggling mm-hmm. to know when. Yeah. So, I mean, you're right. Like it was like middle of last year, we kind of started my shift from like in my pivot, I guess, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, and I am a generator. So anybody that knows like human design, you get like a gut yes, a gut no. Um, and then you're supposed to like take action right after that. And I got the gut yes. And then I didn't take action, right? Because we were in the middle of launching Rise and Thrive. And I was like, have my retreat. And I was like doing all of these other things. And so in the background, like I was still learning my human design and just like doing all of these other deeper aspects of understanding chronic pain and like emotions and how emotions get trapped in the body and all the things that I teach on now and like helping you understand yourself a little bit better. And I was doing all of that work kind of on the back end with myself, but on the front facing, it was like rise and thrive and my retreats and things like that. Um, and then I got a little burnt out. So I took some time off <laughs> and um, came back, recuperated and was like ready to jump 
both feet in and my like shift. I was like, okay, this is my thing. I wanted to do this last year. I don't know why I waited so long. I'm just going to start it now. Um, and so I'm currently getting like certified as a love, sex and relationship coach, just to kind of add on to like helping me deepen my, my understanding of relationships with self and with others and all of these fun things that I'm teaching on now. Mm, yeah, your question. yeah, I think so. I don't remember what I asked, but yes, it does. It always does. The right thing always comes out. That's my belief. Cool. And the right timing always happens too. That's also my belief. Mm-hmm. And so it sounds like you got the hints. We knew that there was a shift or a deepening required. And then from there, um, you were still following through with the things that you had previously committed to. Yeah. And then you were just like, well, I need space. Like there was so much shift, so much change that you were like, well, this is a lot. But in the background, you were still learning about yourself. In the background, you were still developing your own process of combining human Mm -hmm. design and manifestation and energy, love, sex, and relationships, and developing your own process, right? Making it unique for you. And I think that that speaks a lot to the success that you have right now and is the reason why you're so successful now because it's really important for us to have, number one, the confidence, to actually do it. And that confidence comes from feeling like we've internalized it, feeling like we've actually grown. It wasn't just a regurgitation because you read a book or regurgitation because you took a course. It was like, this is my own process of manifestation. This is my own process of understanding humans. And this is my own process that now I'm adding on to the coaching that I want to, that I was doing beforehand, which if somebody has nutrition questions or fitness questions, I have courses for that, go and do that. Right. Or if someone has questions about what type of surgeries are for endometriosis and things like that, like all the strategy, but it's not that the strategy ever goes away. And I think that's a big thing. You know what I mean? It's like a lot of people who follow me are obviously health and fitness coaches and or just in the health and wellness space. And I think that a lot of times they get caught once they start going through a spiritual journey in this place of like, but I want to teach that. And I see how transformative that is for me. And then they try and just completely pivot and then they get lost because they didn't actually have a process around it for themselves. They just liked the things that they were experiencing. And I think that's where we get to really call ourselves an expert versus not an expert, you know, and versus still going through our own process of learning. And I think that really asking yourself a question of whether you're trying to expand or pivot or whatever, it's like, do you feel like you can call yourself an expert in this area? And it doesn't need to be like the highest level of mastery expert, 17,000 years of, you know, exploration of the self and humans and spend <laughs> five years in Africa by yourself. I don't know. You know what I mean? But it gets to be something like, you know, yeah, I feel really fucking confident talking about that. If I had 10 people in front of me, I could hundred percent talk about that topic and feel confident coaching on it and feel confident selling it. Right. And so I think that the time that you kind of bought yourself or that your body bought yourself between saying yes, having that gut reaction versus actually making the full shift was necessary for you to really have your own process and develop your own process and really assess and reflect. And that's work. You know what I mean? When we talk about you didn't actually go full force into it initially, like you kind of did because you were in the middle of developing your own process and business around it. It just didn't fully come to fruition. Is that the term? I don't know. Yeah, it was. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Until (laughs) the end of January, right? So wherever you are in this whole like lineage of processes, I don't know, um, whether you're just in the beginning stages and trying to figure out like, I want to help people with nutrition and fitness, but I know mindset, I know spirituality, I know these things are important. 
but I only feel like confident talking about nutrition right now. Or you're somebody who's like starting to internalize things and like ready to kind of like create programs around it. Allow yourself to be where you're at, but don't allow yourself to stop growing. Don't allow yourself to stop pushing your business and following through with showing up. It might feel sticky for a while and that's okay. Your content might feel sticky because you know that there's something else you want to speak of. You're just not ready to be there yet. And that's okay. You don't need to be an expert in the thing right this second. You get to grow as a human. And as you grow as a human, as your understanding of yourself and other humans and reactions and codependencies and blah, 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 blah happens, that's when you get to call yourself an expert. But you have to go through the learning process. Yeah. And when I th- yeah, go on. I'll stop. I was talking. just going to say, I feel like it, it's really easy in us as humans, right? Like we want things now. We see this and we are like, we know this is going to work and I want it now, but really like leaning in and you were talking about it earlier, leaning in and listening to your body and like, is this even a good time for me to do this right now? You know, like, do I have to do this right this second or can I kind of learn about it on the background and go through the shit to come out the other side with this like beautiful framework and beautiful like realization and understanding of whatever it is I'm going through, right? Because it's really hard to actually make a a framework, like a step-by-step process when you're still in the middle of the shit, you know? And when that happens, then it's kind of like you're, they're teaching on things that you're not hundred percent sure of. And so this is where like lack of confidence comes in. And, um, when you start selling like just strategy instead of like the actual things that are going to help with the transformations, you know, because anybody can Google anything. So what, um, this is kind of a different point, but like what, um, why are they going to hire you as a coach if all you're selling is strategy, you know? Yeah. And when we talk about like where the coaching industry is going as 2020 happened and we all decided to, our souls were like, okay, now is the time that we begin to become awakened <laughs> and Chelsea's dancing. So her soul is <laughs> dancing, um, <laughs> dancing and, and shit is kind of what it felt like. Like we're going through the things it's working, it's getting better. We're leveling up. Yeah. And so like the coaching industry is going to a space of not just teaching strategy. You know, that's that's the biggest thing. This is what's going to help you stand out. And the best way to go deeper with your clients, like I always get this question. This is something I help all my clients with. Um, the best, the best, the question I get that I should just actually say instead of beating around the bush is how do I go deeper with my clients, right? The best answer is to go through it yourself, is to be coached by somebody that allows you to grow, learn about yourself, Mm -hmm. and then you get to learn about other people and how to coach other people through things, right? Because you cannot physically coach people through something that you haven't coached yourself through. And even when you are coached by somebody else, it's still your work. Like you are still doing the work. So even though I have a spiritual coach, for almost a year and a half now. Oh my goodness. And like, I'm quite a different human and it's amazing. The work wasn't done by her. It was still my work. It was still me coaching myself through things, me constantly learning, me constantly tracking, me constantly growing and noticing patterns and noticing myself, noticing my mindset, noticing different things about myself that made me who I was then versus who I am now. And all of that was work for me. She guided it but it was me. So I still coach myself through that process. Right. Which makes me confident. I mean, she deals with like heavy dealt trauma and I won't do that. That's just not a desire of mine to do, but being able to coach my clients through inner work, it just deepened as I went through that. 
right? It went from just mindset now to like deep inner transformation, right? And that was a process. And where you are versus strategy versus like mindset versus like deep, deep inner work versus trauma healing work and whatever layers you kind of put there, it's not bad or good. It just simply is, right? And you get to experience that growth. As you experience that growth, you feel more confident. You deepen, your, your message, you deepen your coaching, you change people in a different way, you help people change in a different way, and you get to fucking charge more. Like how much more confidence do you feel now versus when you first started <laughs> in charging? Um, 100% more confident. <laughs> Literally 100% more confident. <laughs> I was so nervous in the very beginning because I wasn't really, I don't know, I guess I just didn't really I believe in myself, you know, and I didn't really... I was very fresh and green in the coaching industry, you know, and now green (laughs) and now going through it. What has it been like two years almost now, you know, like it's just totally different. I was actually thinking about this the other day because like we have so many coaching calls now and I have so many people on podcasts and I used to be like nervous to talk to people on the phone or talk to people like on a podcast because I was, I wasn't sure like how the conversation was going to go, you know, and like, uh, what if they ask me something and I don't know the answer to it, you know? And it's like, no, I've done it so much now. Like practice definitely, I'm not perfect, but it definitely up my confidence a lot, you know? And also like actually going through the deep transformations and doing the work. And I think you just said something, you like kind of hit it on the head, right? Because coaching isn't we're not here to give you all the answers. We're here to guide you to find the answers in yourself, right? Because you have all the answers. We all have all of our own answers, you know, for the things that we need to do in this life and how we need to show up and what everything, literally everything. Um, And having like a coach there for you, especially like in the sticky situations when you kind of feel like you're in the dark or you're new or something like that. And having somebody like new eyes and new perspective on what you're teaching and what you're doing and all of the things to kind of shine little lights here for you. And you can be like, oh, okay, cool. And it just like makes things less sticky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It also like, it's a, we are able from as outsiders to track things that when you're in the shit, you struggle to track, you struggle to notice, you know, we can help you make realizations and deduce things because we are on the outside of it. And we've seen this pattern before, like our struggles are really not unique to us. Like all humans kind of all have the same struggle, same negative cycles we go through, same emotions we feel as a reaction of different things, as a byproduct of different things. But our emotions aren't unique to us, right? The scenarios are, and we are, But the emotions themselves, like we all kind of go through the same thing, right? So it's like the more people we work with, the more we see these patterns, the more we create a process around healing it. And everybody's process can work. You know what I mean? Everybody's process is different. Some are deeper, some are more superficial. It is what it is. Um, But it's all part of the process of healing your clients. So like when you started working with your clients in the beginning on just more of the strategy, that wasn't wrong. And it wasn't that they didn't get great results. It wasn't that they didn't learn and that it wasn't transformational. It's that you as a coach were able to help clients at one layer of their journey. And it's up to them to continue seeking deeper and deeper layers, which is why coaching is one of the most transformational things that we can do. But it's not just working with one coach or two coaches or three coaches. Like you and I have coaches all the time since we first started. And each coach contributes 
to our knowledge, contributes to our awakening, contributes to our deepening of our connection with ourselves. Right? And so it's not that one coaching program is better or that one is bad and one is good. It's that we get exactly what we need from each and every coaching program. Just as we grow as coaches, we're able to give exactly what that client needs at that exact time. That's why they chose to invest in us, right? So we get to trust in the universe that I'm put in this person. I'm choosing to invest in this person. And even though I didn't get all of these things, look what I did get. And it was exactly the right thing, the thing that you were ready to receive at that time, right? I'll give an example. I have a good coaching friend a lot of my friends have worked with her and she was saying that she's had a lions a lot of clients a lot of lions wow clients mm-hmm. fucking lions a lot of lions a lot of clients come to her and say that they've had coaching programs with people in the past and the coaches didn't deliver right now my experience when people say that i didn't deliver which we all have those people is that the client wasn't ready to receive the lessons and the teachings that we were there to give to them they were not ready to receive it. So they didn't get the results that they had wanted, but they were also not willing to receive and do the work that we were providing, that we were giving them, right? And so it's not that I didn't show up, unless like I didn't actually show up to a coaching call, which I think happened once because I fucked up time zones and was like traveling and it was once. <laughs> but like there's never, you know, like as a coach, you sign clients, you show up, you give them the work that you agreed to and that's your that's your agreement right but there's been a lot of times where even i've worked with previous clients who're like yeah i work with this coach and she sucked and she didn't help me and i'm like i worked with that coach that coach does not fucking suck what made our experiences different i was ready to receive the lessons that that other client or friend whoever was not ready to receive those lessons or they only received the lessons that they needed at that time you know and so everybody's experience of a coaching program or of listening to even this podcast some people can say, holy fuck, that was amazing. And others like, that was a giant useless waste of my time. Perfectly fine. You got what you needed out of this, right? And so as a coach, you get to be confident where you are at, knowing always that there is deeper and deeper layers of understanding and growth that you get to experience. It's not one that's better than the others. It's you're always capable of giving something to somebody, giving lessons and teachings to somebody right? So again, it wasn't bad when you were just teaching strategy. It was just, that's what you were meant to do at that time. And then you did the work to go deeper and deeper. And now you get to guide those clients deeper and deeper, right? Yeah. Well, and it's like in the beginning, like even when I was just teaching strategy, right? Like those clients still had amazing transformations. They got a ton out of coaching together, you know, like some of them are still my like really close friends right now, you know, because people are still able to get things out of like you're just exactly what you were just saying. Like you get what they needed out of the coaching relationship, you know? And even if people are like, yeah, but it doesn't really resonate with me. Like two people can have the exact same framework, the exact same coaching program, but they're going to deliver it differently. Like you don't buy based on the strategy always, right? This is kind of a different point, but the second time I've done this hard left, um, <laughs> You don't buy like based on just what you're going to learn, right? Like you buy based on like the coach and who that person is. And if you resonate with that person, if you want to get in their energy and like calibrate to them and who they are as a person, you know, because two people can teach the exact same thing. And one person, you could be like, oh, I didn't understand any of that. And the other person can say the exact same thing and you can understand it. You know, does that make sense? Yeah. And I also think it's what the client does with it. Yeah. Right. It's like what the client actually, 
does with the information that you give them. For example, we have a lot of group coaching programs and some clients soar and some clients like kind of struggle, continue to struggle, right? And we all struggle just at different ways, but the clients who struggle are the ones who are not willing to implement, are not willing to learn the lessons and step back. And it can be very frustrating as a coach to see people repeat the same patterns and you try and give them the tools to find those patterns or you even try and guide them to see, hey, do you mind if I point something out right now? Like this is pattern A and then that leads to pattern B and then that leads to pattern C and then you kind of go down this spiral and then you really, really struggle and feel really awful about yourself. Do you see that? Yeah, I do. Let's chat about that. And then they struggle to chat about that. They struggle to go deeper, right? And it's, it's interesting to see some people just be so willing to go deeper and some people just like kind of stay there and not really be willing to journal on and not really be willing to discuss it, not really be willing to go back and forth about the actual thing, right? And that's where true change comes. Like if we talk about where actual true change comes, it comes from when the client internalizes the lesson itself, whether it's they realize something in a strategy, they realize something in a mindset, they realize something about their patterns, behaviors, et cetera. They learn more about themselves as a soul or they you know, process trauma with themselves, like whatever it is, that like, oh my goodness, that like, yes, moment has to come from them. It cannot come from you as a coach. As coaches, we cannot control our clients. We cannot control their results. We cannot control anything about them. We can't control other humans, right? We can only control what we deliver and how we show up, right? So when you're considering pivoting, when you are considering what messaging you want to put out there or deepening whatever it is, or maybe you're just starting, allow yourself to start. Your message is going to grow deeper. Don't put pressure on yourself to have it figured out because you see Chelsea and I have it figured out at this layer because we find people who we fucking admire. We're like, wow, they have their shit figured out and we still feel like we don't, right? So you're never fully going to have it figured out. You're always going to, always, my New Yorker, you always are going to find deeper and deeper layers of how you help people, right? But you have to start. Mm -hmm. I mean, Johnny and I started in the same group coaching program. Right. And like, she soared, she was that person that like soared and it took me a little bit longer to like find my path, you know, and like, it's not wrong. Neither of our paths are wrong. You know, it's everybody is in the exact same spot that they're supposed to be in that moment. You know, like you're on the journey you're supposed to be on and quit resisting it. Just start, just do it. Oh my goodness. This is a big topic that came up in my mastermind this morning of like, not actually resisting where you are and just allowing it to be right and it's like but I want more well you get more when you stop resisting like when you have a clear channel for receiving receiving your manifestation receiving your desire that's because you're not resisting where you are right right and I think a lot of people and I talked about this on the podcast with Stacy um if you guys go back two three four four because the last three I think were with Shalane so the fourth one <laughs> was with <laughs> so many people on the podcast wow uh the fourth one was with uh Stacy Keel and she was a client of Chelsea's that became a client of Rise and Thrive and we were talking about how different people teach manifestation differently And you know that I've worked really deeply with some manifestation coaches and some things really resonate with me. Some things I'm like, fuck yes. Others just cause more resistance in me to hate the place that I was, to focus on everything that I wasn't, to focus on like, I have to get that, I have to get that, I have to get that, right? And it's 
like you get the thing you want when you stop resisting. When you stop resisting, you create a clear pathway, a clear channel to actually receive because you can't receive something if you are just resisting. When you resist, it's a low vibrational energy. When you resist, you are shitting on yourself. When you resist, you are not happy. When you are not happy, your vibration lowers. You're criticizing yourself, all of these things. And so you cannot receive what you want if you're in that lower vibration, right? And so when you stop resisting and you just let it be and you learn the lessons you need to learn, you get to the next level way fucking quicker, right? And way quicker is unique to everybody right? Because my way quicker was 10 years of me trying entrepreneurship of my, on my own and giving up. Chelsea's quicker was she had a queso business, a fake queso business. It was a vegan queso business. That's what I mean by fake. <laughs> that sounded weird. Counterfeit queso. <laughs> there you go. Counterfeit queso. There we go. Before she had her online business. And so she had tried before. I don't know if it was 10 years or not. I think it was less, but that doesn't mean that her success is any better than mine because it was quicker right? It just means our paths were our paths. So when we say you get to receive quicker, you get to the next level quicker. It's not quicker in terms of tomorrow quicker. It's in terms of now you get to receive it because you've cleared the everything that was resisting you and blocking you from receiving the thing that you actually want. And that looks different for everybody. There's people we both started our journeys with who still are struggling to even get their first few clients. And that's beautiful. They get to learn their lessons. It doesn't mean that they're never going to be successful. So when you're focused on getting, like when you're focusing on expanding your message or learning quicker or doing things quicker or getting to the next layer quicker, all you get, the way to do it is to be with yourself right now, is to learn about yourself right now, right? Learn the lessons right now and be present, right? And then you know where you want to go. You focus on where you want to go and then it adds up for you, right? But it's not going to add up if you consistently resist. Right. And when you resist, it really puts you in the energy of like, oh, well, I want it faster. You know, like, why isn't it coming? You know, and that, how does that feel in your body? Like, those are totally, like you said, like low vibrational energies when what you're actually wanting to feel is like abundant and happy and joyful and all of these other things. But because you're resisting, you're going to bring more resistance and more shit into your life. Yeah. And when we talk about like attraction, you attract the thing you're focusing on. So if all you're focusing on is getting is not being at the next level, you're going to attract more of not being at the next level. If you constantly focus on the energy of resistance, of resisting where you are, you're going to attract more of what you are resisting, right? And so we think like, oh, but no, I want this. But no, I want that. But really, I want that. But actually, your energy, your feelings are focused around not being there yet. Focusing on not being there yet does not get you there. Focusing on where you want to go is going to get you there and being where you are is going to get you there. Right? Exactly. Yeah. I love that. Cool. I love that. Yay. So good. Um, so yeah, I would like to talk a little bit about like what not to do when you are developing your messaging in general. And some of these might be basic for you and a good review. Um, some of them might be new. But I think one of the biggest things that I see is that people don't start. Like they don't start the pivot. They don't start the business. They don't start the branding that they want. Whether they've learned the course or through they've taken the courses or not, like they just don't, don't actually start. Don't implement. Yeah. And they, they, they say they feel stuck, mm-hmm. right? They feel stuck. It feels off. It feels out of alignment. 
that's the biggest way to just say like shit's just not working right now um and for me the only way i've ever gotten unstuck is by doing by learning more so let's say learning not doing because sometimes it is actually like not doing and sitting back but it's by learning and the only way you learn is by reflecting right the only way you can reflect is either by doing something trying something seeing what feels off and then re and repivoting or sitting back and saying okay what am i actually feeling am i actually feeling stuck or am i just scared am i scared to start the thing right and this is one of the biggest things that makes people successful in business is that they start and they keep going even when they, it's scary yeah even when they're confused even when it's not making sense you know like both when of it's us hard yeah even when it's hard and things haven't worked you keep going I don't care if you've launched 55 times, 56 times, people are going to sign up. Like, you keep fucking going. (laughs) End of story. (laughs) But you can't keep going if you don't start. And if you're constantly focusing on trying to teach the thing that you just learned yesterday because that just helped you overcome this thing, you're going to consistently be in that pattern, and then you're never going to develop your own process, right? And so you have to... Your self-reflection is the biggest way to actually get started, to actually shift things within yourself, to actually realize the pivot that you want to make or the expansion of the thing that you want to create, right? But if I, 10 years, 12 years ago at this fucking point, I had had my first personal training clients. I was starting to develop my process 12 years ago. I was starting to take certifications. I was in school for it. I was learning from people at a gym, all the things, right? And I worked with different trainers, different coaches at the time, different certifications, blah, 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 blah right? And then I started my own business. I stopped working for the people. I started my own business. I learned what was working and what didn't work. And then I repeated what didn't work for a long fucking time until I self-reflected and said, okay, that's not helping. Going back to my nine to five is not helping. Cool. Quit my nine to five, tried a little bit, went back to my nine to five, quit my nine to five, went back, you know, did the whole fucking cycle for 10 fucking years until I finally started Johnny Agresta LLC. And I sat down and I was like, what isn't working? Not going back to my nine to five, which I knew, I knew for a long time that that wasn't going to help, right? So I decided I'm never working for anybody again. And that has been the truth for over two years You made that declaration. Fuck yes. Yeah, right? So it's like, you have to start and starting means self-reflecting on what you actually, what's not working and what could work and then doing the things that could work until they work. (laughs) <laughs> and then keep yourself yeah. reflecting and then keep going. <laughs> right. Well, and I think that you, again, you just kind of said it a little bit, but it's that it's something that not a lot of people do, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're all kind of on autopilot. We're like walking through this life and we're just like doing one thing after the next. We're going to high school and then college and doing things that our families told us to do. And it just, instead of actually taking a step back and being the observer of your life and being like, do I actually like what I'm doing right now? What's not working what do I want to change? Yeah. You know, and in doing that, you kind of help yourself create this person that you actually want to be. And which allows you to do like take a line to action and do the things that you need to do to have the life that you want to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it all starts with getting clear yeah. on where you want to go. The steps mm-hmm. are not going to be clear. The steps aren't going to be clear until you actually overcome the steps. And then you're like, oh, shit, that was another step. Yes. The how is never clear until the retrospect. And you're like, oh, cool. That's how I did it. Sweet. Yeah. Until you self-reflect and you're like, oh, that was a step. We're going. It's working. But you don't realize it's working in the moment. 
you only realize that it's working afterwards. Yeah. Or that it worked. You're like, oh shit, it worked. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So I think that that's the biggest thing because Instagram provides a platform where it's just everybody is already gone. They're showing up, they're doing the things. Everybody has already done the things, right? Those are the people that you see show up. But in the meantime of us showing up, we don't share the, this isn't working because we're trying to sell you the thing. We're trying to sell you something. We are trying to engage you with us. So we're not going to sit there and every single day, this isn't working, this isn't working, this isn't working. There's always things that's working and things that aren't working. Always. And and no matter how successful a launch has ever been or a program has ever been or whatever whatever it is, there's always things that have worked and always things that aren't working at the same time, simultaneous. So to wait for everything to feel right and then move is a great way to keep staying in the same position. But to... Was that harsh? It's true. Whatever. Um, No, it's true. (laughs) But to focus on the things that are working, keep doing those things and keep trying to figure out the things that aren't working. Keep doing it. I don't care if you do the same. Like we have a lot of activities in Rise and Thrive. It's a 10 step process we take you through to figure out what to start, how to start your business, how to get your messaging, how to get your branding to selling your products, growing your business, et cetera. And so um, doing those activities, like all the fucking time coming back to the activities we give our clients constantly is where the work is, right? I didn't get here because I just decided to like, Oh, okay, this is the thing I'm teaching. And I never revisited that. Like the activities I give my clients in rise and thrive is are the activities I still do to this day. Like I just did them when I was on my plane yesterday. I revisit them. Even when things are working, I revisit them. Things aren't working. I revisit them. I'm constantly doing the work. Yeah. Right. And so the only way you're going to get clear is by continuously going. Exactly. And I think um, a really great mindset shift for this, right, is that there's a lot of people you're either the no matter what mindset or the only win mindset, you know, so you're going to do all the things no matter what, or you're going to do the things only when it's not hard and it's not sticky or you have a good night's sleep or your launch it's perfect. You know, you're only going to do the things that you need to do to move yourself forward only when that's not going to get you to move forward. It's not going to get you anything because you're waiting for perfect conditions that don't exist. Right. So you have to switch into this no matter what mindset, because if you actually want to succeed and you actually want to create this amazing life for yourself and for your clients and all of these things, you have to have that no matter what mindset. Yeah. A hundred percent. I love that. I love that. Only when or no matter when. I like that. Um, I think that the biggest thing around that is Instagram makes it so much easier to think that everybody else has perfect external conditions. Because they only show you the perfect, man. Don't listen yeah. to anybody else. Block everybody. Yeah, well, block I, literally them, block, <laughs> I literally mute everybody. I, Chelsea, you're not muted. But a lot of like my best friends are muted. A lot of my old coaches are muted. A lot of old people that I was in masterminds with, they're all fucking muted because it doesn't serve me well to look at other people's stuff. Right. And so it's like, at any point we get to look internally and find the perfect internal conditions. The internal is what matters, not the external. It doesn't matter where you live, what your bank account says, how many likes you have, anything, nothing external matters when it comes to showing up for your business. Right. People are always like, I admire you so much for showing up because like right now I'm going through a lot with my husband. Um, yeah, I've been separated from him. Now I'm going back to Austin. I'll do probably a whole podcast on that after I process everything and 
teach on it and talk about it, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so it's like, people are like, how are you still showing up? I'm just like, it's just a normal thing. Like, I have these things I want to talk about, these things I want to teach. And then days when I can't show up, I just don't show up. It's not that big of a deal. And if it's two days or three days, which for me doesn't happen, but other people, it definitely happens and that's fine. Then you don't shit on yourself and you just continue to go. I don't care if it's been two weeks, three weeks, a month, you come back and you do it. Right. Well, it's like, it's that no matter what mindset. Yeah. And it's like, you're the only one. Yeah. You're the only one judging yourself. Mm-hmm. oh I didn't speak well or oh I seemed sad or oh my eyes were puffy because I was crying like I've gotten on stories so many times after I was crying I'm like yo guys I was just crying I'm not ready to share it to you with you or I am and here's what I have to say today I show up no matter what right and even when I'm just like oh I wish I got that out today or I wish I did this I still show up right I still show up the next day and you keep going and this is what makes people successful whether you're pivoting, whether you're just starting and finding your messaging, whatever it is, and versus people who don't, right, who don't succeed, is people who succeed actually start and keep going. And even when it doesn't look like it's happening, something there is working, like honor that. It's always working out for me. I'm learning exactly what I need. Yeah. And consistency is key. Like you can't fail if you keep going. Yeah. Unless you want to (laughs) quit. Yeah, that was one. Yeah, that was one of the biggest principles that I started to, that I committed to when I decided to never work for anybody again. It was like I'm not stopping because I owned a meal prep business. I had personal training businesses for a long fucking time. I'd helped other people build businesses, and uh, all these things that I had a dietetics practice. Like the only reason why they failed was because I stopped. You know, it's like the only reason why your fitness journey ever fails. It's because you stopped fucking going to the damn gym or you stopped working out. It's not that big of a deal. Like nothing else happened. I don't care if you got injured. I don't care if you ended up getting a condition or whatever it is, you still stopped. And that is the only reason your fitness stopped improving. There have been, I've been working out at this point for 12 years and it's like things have been really fucking great a lot of the times and things have been really fucking awful and really sticky. The only reason why I'm here and still improving my fitness is because I actually kept going. It's the same thing in business. And we don't relate these two concepts because business is really hard. You're sharing a part of yourself. It's causing, it's showing you parts of yourself that you don't fucking want to see, that you push down, right? That you, you know, you weren't processing emotions. All these things are coming up. All these triggers are coming up. And now you have to show up in the face of all of this. Right. And so it's showing you parts of yourself that sometimes aren't the prettiest that we have struggled with. And that's okay. We have all, we all have shadow sides to us. That's what makes us whole, right? The dark and the light parts of us. And so that's why business is hard. And that's why we started this talk out with as you grow as a human, your business grows, right? Because you cannot physically keep growing. Your business, if you don't grow and you don't address these things about yourself. And that's where business is a great way to go through a spiritual journey. Right? And that's why entrepreneurs, you see so many entrepreneurs at this point on a spiritual journey because it forces us to see parts of ourselves that we don't want to see. Right. And forces you to like show up. And I mean, growth and change is inevitable. You know, it just depends on how much you want to grow and how fast you want to grow, you know? 
Yeah, and I th- the I'm reading the erroneous your erroneous zones. Is that what it is by Wayne Dyer? And I think he said erogenous the- zones. Is it erogenous? <laughs> I'm called ero- ero- what the- erroneous. Is that what I said? Erogenous zones erogenous? are like sexual zones. No, erroneous. Turn on, turn on zones. No. Erogenous, girl. Erroneous, shit. Is erroneous a word? Oh, fucking shit. Hold on, guys. Erroneous. Is it on your Instagram? (laughs) Erroneous. Wrong is incorrect. Yeah, your erroneous zones. Yeah, okay, I'm totally right. Wait, what does erogenous mean? Erogenous mean. Wait, where's your book? Let me see. Hold on. I have to Google it. What what is it? E-R-O-N. E-R-R-O-N-E-O-S. I didn't know what erroneous means. No, you're right. I am right. But wait, what does erogenous mean? (laughs) Erogenous zones are like areas to stimulate during sex. (laughs) Oh, I like this. They're like like sensitive sexual. Ears, lips, necks, breasts, butt, inner thighs, vagina. Hell yeah. I mean, where else is there? Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Did it say that? <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay, moving on. Sorry, anyway. guys. Anyway, I was like, know what erogenous and erroneous means. Okay, cool. <laughs> I didn't know what erroneous meant until I bought the book yesterday, and I was like, I should probably learn what this book is about. But I'll read anything by Wayne Dyer. But he talks about if you're not growing, you're dead, which is kind of true. Like if you think of like the way you are feeling when you're growing you feel alive, right? Part of thriving for me, which we'll wrap this up in a few minutes, but like part of thriving for me is constant growth, right? Because if I'm not growing, I don't feel like I'm moving. If I don't feel like I'm moving, I don't feel like I'm living, right? And again, it's not like in, a, in an action state, but it's in a deep knowing that I'm constantly learning state, right? And that helps me thrive. That helps me feel alive. That helps me feel fulfilled, right? Internally. And then I can exude that externally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's like your big vision, right? And so when you get clear on like your big vision, which is constant growth over a lifetime, right? Then you can make the actions and the thoughts and beliefs and feelings and emotions and everything that kind of go into creating that vision, right? Mm Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. Yay. Cool. Well, I love this podcast. I hope this guy, this serves you very, very, very well. If you need help and you're in the beginning stages of your business and you need the beginning strategy to learn about your messaging, learn how to create programs, learn how to create content, um, you can go to the show notes below and you can purchase the Rise and Thrive course. It's a year-long group coaching course. Um, and you get group coaching calls, you get with Chelsea and I, you get 10 modules teaching you an easy step-by-step process to start and grow your business. You get a group Slack where you get individualized help from Chelsea and I, um, and you get a group of amazing humans learning about themselves, growing their Such businesses. Amazing humans. Yeah. That and they fucking, piece is so important. Yeah. And they fucking kick ass, honestly. People are hitting $10,000 a month. People are hitting their first few thousand dollars in their business, barely starting a few months ago. Like things just skyrocket so quickly when you have the right support and you're ready. So if you're somebody who's ready, we love, love, love to have you in the course. Um, It's an ongoing container, but I'll put the landing page down below. If you have any questions, let us know. Chelsea, it was a pleasure being here. I do have one question for you. I don't know if I asked this on the first podcast. I don't know, Mm -mm. but- 
I decided to ask everybody in my podcast what makes them thrive. Because um, mm-hmm. I feel like it's just keep thriving podcast. Why not? Sex. I was going to say, is it something with erogenous zones? <laughs> I mean, just feeling honestly, just like being happy and like being in like a happy state and having more sex and really just like leaning into pleasure in my life, you know? Mm, yeah I love that thank you for sharing that sex is such an important piece of thriving and that's why sharing sexuality and such on my uh, Instagram that's such a big thing and a big part of my messaging I've slacked on it a little bit but it is a big part of my messaging and um, I love when people share that and I'm so good that we know what the word erogenous means is that like where erotic comes from or Hmm. I don't I wonder. I don't, I don't do if anyone has any clarification, I would love for you to teach me because English is apparently my first language, but I'm quite awful at it. Um, <laughs> but Chelsea, thank you for hopping on. Chelsea, if you want to tell them where you can where they can find you. Um, yeah, and your podcast too. Fuck yeah. So you can find me anywhere at Chelsea Bree, C-H-E-L-S-E-A-A-B-R-I. Um, except my website is only one A with Chelsea Bree. <laughs> And then I have a podcast called the Endo Babe Podcast, Endometriosis with Chelsea Bree. Yay. I love that. Her podcast is epic too. Even if you don't have endometriosis, she's a super, super human in terms of life, mindset, and empowerment. Um, and yeah, you guys only know that I bring on amazing humans. So we love you guys. Chelsea, thank we you for being you. here. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode.